Brandon Lewis here. I am high in the Blue Ridge Mountains uh, with a gaggle of my guy friends for my birthday weekend because I am turning uh, a wonderful age of 42. And I know that I may freak a few of you out uh, as this young man appears before you because I have uh, shorn my face. And I probably, for many of you, do not look like the typical bearded Brandon that you have grown to love. Uh, we're bringing you some of the biggest stories in Tennessee. We have had quite a number of developments uh, since we did the special session. And I would like for you, if you would, uh, to please leave in the comments section where you are watching from and to also leave in the comments section what you think about these stories. Um, as you engage with our content, more and more folks see it. And that means that we reach more conservatives just like you. Uh, if you would, go to TennesseeConservativeNews.com and subscribe because you get an e-newsletter that comes in about 11.30 every day with Tennessee's top news stories. We've got Andrea uh, Saul, who's watching from Chattanooga. Thank you, dear. I appreciate you being here. We also have Michelle chiming in from Greenville. Glad to have you as well. Thank you, ladies. Uh, for supporting what we do here with conservative journalism in Tennessee. And, you know, the bill that got passed uh, last week uh, was a big deal. Carol from Lafayette, hello, and Tara from Spring Hill, thank you for joining us, was a big deal. But you know what? If it weren't for the moms and dads out there who really made this happen, we would not have been able to claw back our medical freedom. Uh, we're not quite where we need to be yet, but we're headed in the right direction. Billy from Athens, thank you for joining us. Uh, but we're moving. We're moving in that right direction. So let's get right into the news. Oh, and I don't know what happened. I'm here at this cabin for my birthday, and I have misplaced my Let's Go Brandon hat. I had one. I brought it. I don't know if someone has stolen it. Uh, I run with a rough crowd. Let's be honest. There's no telling. I may have nothing left by the end of this weekend. Uh, these boys are sneaky. Uh, if you go to letsgobrandonhat.com, I think we've got about 13 of those puppies left, and we'll ship one out to your door. A few of our subscribers have already sent uh, pictures of us watching those. Uh, we got Melanie from Bakersville, California, soon to be in Oak Ridge, Tennessee. Well, we just did an interview with the Oak Ridge boys, uh, uh, tenor singer, uh, Joe Bonsell. So maybe you could watch that. He talks about why the Oak Ridge boys were named the Oak Ridge boys, even though they weren't from Oak Ridge. So you might want to watch that interview. All right. And finally, uh, if you are an AOL or a Yahoo subscriber, uh, please mark us as safe and check your spam because they are censoring the content that comes from Tennessee Conservative News. We sent out a text message to all of our subscribers that have those addresses to let them know. All right. First story. Legislature passes late night COVID omnibus bill allows Ford to require masks. After going through a conference committee to iron out differences, the legislature approved a bill enabling companies to require masks, a major concession to Ford Motor Company. Now, Ford Motor Company hasn't put the first shovel in the ground, and we gave them a billion dollars of your tax dollars. I've owned a small business for a long time. I've never gotten any special treatment, and in fact, a lot of small businesses got some uh, not-so-special treatment uh, being locked down while the large corporations were able to plow forward. And frankly, in my opinion, uh, in the Tennessee legislature, we have a lot more corporatists than we have conservatives, which is a big problem. Back to the story. Senator Janice Bowling, who is a fantastic one, by the way, uh, said federal contractors, if they want an exemption from the no required shot part of the legislation, 
they have to let the comptroller of Tennessee review their contract to see where we need to be for the exemption if it exists in their contract. If it does actually exist, they would have to provide a religious or right of conscientious exemption to employers. Uh, Ford announced their company-wide mandate a day ago saying that all salaried employees have until December 8th to get fully vaccinated for COVID-19. If a medical or religious exemption is not granted before that date, they will be placed on unpaid leave uh, with job protection for a maximum of 30 days. So as you can see, crony capitalism and corporate welfare from a liberal company like Ford Motor Company, which su supports uh, you know, pushing the gay agenda. Uh, they also support, um, you know, and, and railed against Georgia's election integrity law. And in addition to all that, um, they're just not, they're, they're covered up with unions. And they're not the kind of company that we should have given that money to. A few people abstained from that vote, and they're actually conservative, and I'm glad they did. But this is what corporate welfare gets you uh, a little bit further away from freedom. Representative Jason Zachary, back to the story, said, We passed the most extensive COVID bill in the nation, but acknowledged it was not perfect, and they did not get everything they wanted. And that's really just because of rhinos and organizations like the NFIB and the Chamber of Commerce. Because they want to control your life. They really do. And Republicans need to learn that corporations are not our friends, and uh, we've got to draw that line in the sand. Next story. Tennessee legislature takes discretion from district attorneys general and pass bill to allow partisan school board elections, which I'm very happy about. If you really want to know who the rhinos are in the Tennessee House, in the Tennessee Senate, go back if you can uh, in the Facebook feed and look where I posted the votes uh, for that. And those individuals um, that, that voted against that are rhinos for the most part. There may be some people that had some different, but when I went through and I saw the people that voted against that bill uh, for partisan school board races, it's kind of like a litmus test for rhinos. Brad Smith said Ford can't place employees on unpaid leave pending exemption. That is against, uh, I guess, seven harassment and discrimination. Uh, Carol Sweet said, great interview. I'm sure that you're talking about the Oak Ridge Boys. And again, guys, if you're just tuning in, please leave in the comments section where you're watching uh, from and what you think of these stories, even if you watch it later in the weekend. Oh, I forgot to mention, go check us out on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts because we're there. Tennessee Conservative, we put this, we put our interviews and other things. If you're like me, you'd rather listen. It's a good place to go. Back to the story. The House and the Senate both voted Friday for legislation enabling the state attorney general to request courts appoint district attorney pro tems for any district attorney who makes a blanket statement against prosecuting certain classes of illegal activity. Representative Scotty Campbell, uh, who's a Republican out of Mountain City, carried the legislation for Cameron Sexton, told lawmakers that the law would apply only when the DA refuses to prosecute certain uh, cases regardless of the facts. So. Laws get passed in the state of Tennessee, often you will have liberal leftist district attorney them in Nashville, and they'll just say, you know what? I, I have moral uh, superiority, and I know what's right and wrong, and the legislature doesn't know that, and you don't know that as a taxpayer, so I'm just gonna decide what I do and do not prosecute. That's bad, that's not, we, we are not a nation uh, or a state that lives under law if people like that can just make a decision about what they will and will not enforce, like Joe Biden at the border. Joe Biden says, oh, okay, well, here are these laws that have been passed to protect the interests of the United States 
uh, citizens, well, I'm just going to say, well, I don't want that. I don't want that. That's not how we're not a, la a nation of, 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 of laws, if that's how it is. On with the story. The Tennessee legislature also passed a measure Friday that will allow school board races to become partisan, which I'm very in favor of. The measure would give school board candidates freedom to identify with a political party, said Senator Mike Bell of Riceville. Uh, Bell said it was important to know the underlying political philosophies of those representing them on school boards, and I agree. Uh, with the bill, uh, schools would be able to mandate masks only in severe conditions. This is, again, covering a lot of the stuff that just passed, and districts would have to do so uh, one school at a time, and for no more than 14 days, the bill prohibits vaccine passports vaccination of children, ensures the distribution of monoclonal antibodies, stops state and local government resources from being used to enforce federal laws and regulations related to COVID, and allows unemployment benefits for workers who lose their job because they refuse vaccines. All this is a step in the right direction. Frankly, ladies and gentlemen, we could have fixed all this in the general session, but we had rhinos um, that did not see the light, and now they've come to the light on this issue. And then some people, I think, really just had a difference of opinion, and I'm willing to give folks some grace on that. I really am. I'm willing to give people grace. With the legislation, employers cannot ask their employees if they've had the shot, and uh, it will codify that parents have authority over medical choices for their children from birth to age 18. Karen Bethel says this has been uh, passed, or are we still waiting? Okay, so this is, we're about to get to this, but this bill is sitting currently in front of Bill Lee, which we're going to get to in the next uh, story. And Bill Lee has three options, okay? Bill Lee can sign the bill, which is what he should have done on day one because people are losing their jobs. We're about to read a story about this, and I think this highlights how little Bill Lee cares about you and me and how much he really cares about large corporations. Um, he, he cannot sign it at all, which means that it turns into law regardless, or if he vetoes it, the House chambers can come back up to Nashville and vote two-thirds to override the veto. So that's where we are presently. Hospitals have to allow family or pastors to visit the patients in hospitals, which is great. I'm not by myself. I mean, I'm fine to go on and meet Jesus. That's all well and good. But I'd like to have my family there with me, even if I have COVID or even if we're in the middle of a pandemic. And the legislation requires that doctors be allowed to practice medicine, uh, to treat with very effective medicines and preventions available uh, in successfully during COVID, which is the whole deal about the medical boards wanting to censor uh, doctors who dissent from standard treatments, which is the only thing that can possibly save you is a ventilator, uh, remdesivir, and um, and a vaccine. Everything else is pointless, right? Because in often a lot of this stuff is driven by the fact that uh, hospitals and care providers get paid more money if they code things certain ways. And if you think that somebody will not kill someone for a few extra dollars, you've not paid much attention to human history. It happens a lot. Uh, Donna said, boycott Ford. I won't buy one. Uh, Karen gives us a big thum thumbs up, and she says, you need to fix your sound. I'm sorry. It's as good as it's going to sound, and I'm here with really probably rough, uh, rough internet connection at this place, so I apologize. Next uh, story. 800 Blue Cross Blue Shield employees will lose jobs if Lee doesn't sign Medical Freedom Bill. And I think this has actually already happened, so it's kind of sad. This is a story we covered. Lee's affinity for corporatism may result in unemployment for those who have faithfully served Tennessee's largest health insurance company, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Tennessee. Representative Robin Smith forwarded two emails from Lee to us at the Tennessee Conservative, the last of which was 
originally sent on November 2nd, the email outlines that at this point it may be too late to save the jobs of Blue Cross Blue Shield employees who have not submitted uh, their back for the vaccine mandate. It says check your internet connection. I apologize if we've got a uh, bad one here. The constituent states my employer is set to terminate more employees on November 3rd at 5 p.m. if proof of vaccination is not presented. Uh, of those employees set to be terminated unless the governor signs the bill prior to 5 p.m. I and others in my situation would appreciate uh, any lobbying that can be done. <laughs> Buddy, all the lobbying that can be done for Bill Lee, the only lobbying he cares about is corporations and, and money. If you're not a corporation and if you don't have a bunch of money, you're not going to be able to lobby Bill Lee effectively. You're just not. I mean, he's, he has shown in such a callous nature to let people be fired and just leave him in the lurch when he's got a bill on his desk. That's everything you need to know about Bill Lee. I could not sleep at night if I were the governor of this state and if I knew, if I didn't put some ink on a piece of paper that thousands of people were going to lose their jobs, it's terrible. It, 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 it speaks to the man's character. Back to the story, any lobbying that can be done to urge the governor to sign this legislation immediately, I know it's a long shot, and it sure as hell is, I put that part in myself, but it's not over till it's over. I'm praying that the General Assembly can stop this nonsense immediately before Tennesseans, including me, lose their job livelihood. Bill Lee doesn't give a rip. Just telling you. The Tennessee Conservatives reached out to Governor Lee's office and asked about the status of Lee signing the omnibus bill and what was going to happen with that. And uh, as of the writing of this story, they didn't get back to us. You know, there are only two publications that Bill Lee will not get back to in the state. And you know what they are? Tennessee Conservative and the Tennessee Star, the two conservative publications in the state. Tells you a lot, doesn't it? Next story, business groups upset with special session outcome. And this is why you haven't seen Bill Lee put ink to paper. The National Federation of Independent Businesses, which apparently runs Tennessee, and the Business Roundtable both made harsh critiques of the three-day session that ended early on Saturday morning after hours of work to amend key bills, mainly because they want to control your life and everything in the state of Tennessee. In addition, Democrats called on Governor Bill Lee on Tuesday to veto four of the bills passed last week. Lee is noncommittal so far, saying he's reviewing the legislation. My ass. Excuse my language. I reviewed the legislation. I'm a layman. I can read. I have a pretty decent reading comprehension. And the reason that, that he's not done anything is because he doesn't want to. So you can't say I'm still reviewing the legislature. Either you are an idiot and you can't read, or your people can't read, or you're lying. It's one of the two. It can't be both. Or maybe it is both. It, it's really he doesn't want to do it. Back to the story. Business groups have, been, have no trouble voicing their opposition, but it is unclear whether they'll have an impact on Lee's decision. They've already had an impact. That's why he's tarrying my opinion. Lee has been largely quiet about the special session, saying only that he and legislators had similar concerns about Biden's vaccine mandate. No, they didn't. No, he didn't. He could have called a special session in a heartbeat to fix all this. He didn't. The only thing that he wanted to call a special session for was to give a billion of your tax dollars to Ford Motor Company, which apparently it is the deciding fact in legislation in Tennessee right now. He commanded lawmaker. He commended lawmakers for their response to constituent concerns. He always sends out cute little tweets and Facebook posts, but when when the rubber meets the road, it, you can't count on that man. The bill reached his desk Tuesday, 
and he has 10 days, not counting Sundays, after the bill is presented to either approve or veto. If he chooses not to act on the bill, it will become law at the end of 10 days without his signature, which is probably what he's going to do, which is terrible. If the outcome is going to be the same, why not save some Tennesseans' jobs, Bill? Because you don't care. You don't give a rip. Carol Sweet says all of the above. Andrea Solomon says no. We are paying him for votes, so we mean nothing. I can't disagree with that one very much. Next story. Nashville liberals angry. Medical freedom is partly restored to residents because they can't control people. I'm telling you what, the devil's not lazy. Men like to control other men. It's been like that since the Men love power. I would say uh, more than, than money or even sex. Men and women love power over, over, over other people. And it is a nefarious and evil thing. And it can corrupt even good people. And that's what this is all about. Nashville liberals angry medical freedom is partly restored for residents. In a letter to Nashville Mayor John Cooper, who is a POS if there ever has been one, 24 of the 41 members of the Nashville Metro Council write, the legislation, uh, write that the legislation passed by the Tennessee General Assembly is alarming and, and, and state that while they are accustomed to attacks on Nashville's ability to govern itself, which it doesn't govern worth a hoot, it's in a terrible financial situation, up to its eyeballs in debt. Worst ran, one of the worst ran cities in the state of Tennessee. There are attacks. Why shouldn't there be attacks on Nashville to govern itself? You can't govern yourself. You're failing at it. Your schools are crap. Your budget's crap. And the only thing you've got going for you is some people trying to make a living up there. And even John Cooper and the Metro Council damn near killed all of that for months on end. Bunch of Pol Pots up there. They state that the new set of rules is overreaching, unfair, and perhaps unlawful. In the three-page letter, the council members went on to outline... The new rules, as they interpret them, they find troubling. They recommend that Nashville explores all of its options in the face of these new laws up to and including litigation. Roger Trent says China needs to pay for the worldwide destruction they caused, and so does uh, Mossad for working with them. You're right, Brandon. Money is the root of all evil, says Christy Hurston. Tennessee textbook commissioner, thank goodness, somebody in Tennessee has the, uh, has the spine to call some of these people out. And a lot of them are women. I'm here to tell you, you ladies out there, you moms that perhaps weren't politically interested 18, 24 months ago that have been woken up, I hope all the mothers in the state of Tennessee set these things to rights and you get out there and you get politically involved and active. And here's, here's a lady doing this, which I hope we're going to get to interview next week. Tennessee textbook commissioner calls for investigation of hiring of CR2 proponent uh, Rachel Maves. Lori Cardoza Moore, if any of you know this lady, ask her if we can do an interview. We've reached out to her. A commissioner on the Tennessee Textbook and Instructional Materials Quality Commission has called for an investigation by the House and Senate Education Committees into the hiring of former California racist educational advocate for the critical race theory, math equity, to serve as a key player in the Tennessee Department of Education. I don't know why. I think I do, but it's sad that Bill Lee continues to staff the education department and many other departments with just out-and-out out liberals, leftists. What good is a Republican supermajority and a Republican governor if we can't pass conservative laws and we can't get our governor to sign them 
And then we have people who are implementing these departments that hate conservatism. Baffles me. I think most of these people are just Democrats that run as Republicans because that's the way the state and their district is drawn. Back to the story. Rachel Mays was hired in September by Commissioner of Education, Dr. Penny Schwinn. Terrible. Terrible lady. Probably the worst commissioner we have in the state of Tennessee. To serve as chief of preparation and performance in the Tennessee educational system during her California tenure as deputy superintendent for instruction uh, measurement for the state's DOE. Now, this lady also has hopped around from job to jobs like a frog on a lily pad. She stays someplace about a year and a half and she just climbs the ladder. She doesn't give a rip about Tennessee. She doesn't give a rip about Tennessee. She'll be on to something else next year. Back to the story. <clears throat> During her California tenure as Deputy Superintendent for, in, for Instructional Measurement for the State of DOE, it was widely recognized that Maves was a leading advocate for the adoption of the Racist Mathematics Revisionist Platform that sought to train K-12 teachers that white supremacy and white privilege culture infiltrates math classrooms in everyday teacher actions with no evidence to substantiate her sweeping claims. Every parent of a student in Tennessee that wishes for their children to have the opportunity to excel in the merits should be concerned with her appointment, said Cardoza Moore. She also added in closing, this appointment is the latest lapse of judgment by Commissioner of Education Penny Schwinn. I don't know that she's ever had a good judgment. We've only got right now 25% of kids in Tennessee that can read at grade level. Math is awful. Everything's awful. These, these guys are... I'm not the biggest fan in the world of standardized testing, but there's some things you can kind of standardize test. Like, can you read? Can you do this simple math problem or not? And if they can't, then why in the heck are we worried with all this stuff? Gary says, I'll get you and Lori connected this afternoon. She's awesome. Thank you, Gary. I appreciate you. Mr. Humble, right here in the house. Melissa Courtney said, can you explain the state's lawsuits against the Fed laws or mandates? Tennessee is involved in the federal one, but not the other one. It's so confusing. I agree it's confusing. I don't know the answer to that right off the top of my head. Whenever I don't know anything, I just immediately tell you I don't know. I bet Gary would know. Uh, so reach out to Gary uh, Humble at Tennessee Stance. He can probably tell you that. He's a little bit more of a uh, legal eagle than I am. Next story, Judge Greer denies Bok, uh, Knox Board of Education's appeal to end the mask mandate. This guy's a piece of work. This guy's a piece of work. I hope that folks publicly shame him for doing this to these kids whenever they see him. You got hundreds of thousands of kids being forced to endure this unnecessarily because one man appointed himself king. It's, it's outrageous. Judge Ronnie Greer, your honor, has once again denied appeals from the Knox County Board of Education and Governor Bill Lee to overturn a ruling that required Knox County schools to implement a restrictive and universal mask mandate. The Knox County Board of Education's appeal argued that the court commandeered the board's authority by ordering the re-implementation of the universal mask mandate for students and staff of Knox County schools and claimed that Greer's mandate was not reasonable accommodation underneath the Americans for Disabilities Act. Greer's opinion differed, stating that the Board of Education's reasoning was ineffectual and claimed that the ADA permits the court to step in to address discriminatory efforts, uh, benign act by the Board of Education after it voted in September uh, not to adopt a mask mandate. In his ruling, he cited the testimony of two local doctors who offered the opinion that universal mask wearing is the primary method of mitigating the spread of COVID. Greer went on to state that Governor Lee had failed to present any evidence that refuted the doctor's opinion. This is about law. It's not about legal opinions. This guy is a piece of work. 
and I hope this gets turned over in appeal. And Andrea says, it's statewide. I've taught for 30 years in California. I'm so glad that I'm out. The curriculum is just deplorable, but they're all teaching to the test and not actually teaching to anything needed. I forgot to ask you people, and it is my fault, to go to TennesseeConservativeNews.com and, and hit that support button. We need your financial support. It's what we do. Many of you have given a ton or given what you can, and I really appreciate it. I run this out of my back pocket. I make my living another way. And when you do, you'll get this proud Tennessee conservative tumbler. I am going to be drinking uh, momentous, copious amount of adult beverages uh, for my birthday celebration this weekend. And if you want to put a $5 bill, $25 bill, $50 bill into Brandon's birthday uh, card, then we'll send you one of these. If you give $50 or more or a recurring donation, we'll also send you two proud Tennessee conservative bumper stickers. You can put these on your liberal friends and relatives' cars and really annoy them. Uh, and then also, I know many of you wore this thing out during the uh, medical freedom fight uh, up there in the special session. We'll send you this directory of all your state um, senators and your state reps so that you can tell them we're watching the committee meetings and you better vote conservatively or we're going to vote you out in 2020, which is the name of the game. Guys, I love you. I appreciate everything you do. I appreciate you sharing our content. I appreciate your prayers and your comments. Uh, it's been fantastic to meet, uh, even at a distance or in person, so many of these fantastic conservatives all over the state of Tennessee. Uh, thank you for finding me. I'm glad that we, we're not woke. We're awake. And if I can ever help you, let me know. Brandon at TennesseeConservativeNews.com. Guys, I got about seven or eight people upstairs that are waiting for me uh, to go uh, drink a few cold beers and sit by the fires. I'm going to hop off here. I hope you all have a fantastic weekend. Love you. Mean it. Be good. I'll see you next week. Go to TennesseeConservativeNews.com and subscribe to get the conservative news in your inbox. Later, guys. Take care.